Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's creative business guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. Hello. Um, This is the second episode I'm recording today, which I'm realizing is kind of unfortunate because I can't give you an update because I just gave you an update on my life in the episode that I just recorded. So, not sure what to do about that. Actually, you know what I can do is... So this one won't actually be coming out for like two weeks. So maybe the week that it's supposed to come out, I can hop on and record the first section of a little life update because I know that you guys would just die without my life updates. Like I know that's probably the only reason you listen to this podcast is to get my life updates, right? I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I would be shocked if anybody gives a flying fuck about my life updates. Oh, I think this is now two episodes in a row where I've said the F word, so I apologize. That is why this is considered an explicit episode, or I mean explicit podcast. My lips are super chapped. I almost dropped the F-bomb again. Hold on a second. Let me put some of this stuff on if I have any left. Speaking of chapped lips, if anyone literally has a chapped lip remedy, please let me know because I have done... Hold on. I've done all that I know how to do for my chapped lips. And just, they're not getting better. You know how people with, people that smoke cigarettes, (laughs) I say this as if I actually know what it's like. People that smoke cigarettes or like are addicted to something, when they don't have it, they like go through withdrawal and they like get the shakes. That's how I feel about chapstick. If I don't have chapstick on my lips and my lips start to dry out I like go through a panic and like I'm like frantically looking around for chapstick if I can't find it easily I get really peeved so (laughs) I joke that I'm gonna start wearing chapstick like on my necklace so that it's just always there anyways this episode is brought to you by HelloFresh no I'm just just kidding I don't have any sponsors on my podcast yet This episode is going to be about a look into my custom design process. This was requested by somebody on Instagram, and I thought it was a very good topic to cover because I'm sure most of my listeners are people that want to do custom wedding invitations. So I'm going to give you a little look into my custom wedding invitations and what I mean by look is a little listen because I have nothing to show you because this is a podcast so I figured the best way to go about this would be to kind of just go through it as if I was actually doing it so I had a custom invitation client this past week or maybe it was last week submit their initial questionnaire which is kind of where my process starts so I'm going to pretty much sit down and I do need to create sketches for her and I need to create the mood board and all of that. So I think I'm just going to like go through it as if I am doing all of that. I'm not actually going to like create the sketch right now, but let's just take a look at this form and let's just dive right into it. 
Um, I need to not say, I need to stop saying dive into it. I think I say that every episode. Anyways, so this is a custom client wedding date, September 29th, 2003. Amazing. Oh my God. It's in Hawaii. Oh my God. That's amazing. I've never had an invitation client who's getting married in Hawaii. So this is exciting already. Okay. So I gather first the invitation information, which is like the names they want to include, their parents' name if they want to include their parents' name, the invitation wording they prefer, if they need a tire listed on the invitation, um, and then I ask about the RSVP card, and then the details card, and then I get into the fun stuff, which is the wedding inspiration. So I ask what the colors are for the wedding, the colors that they want incorporated into the invitation suite. I ask for photos of their colors if they have them so they can attach those I ask about the theme of their wedding. I think I've already talked about this. Now I'm having deja vu. Anyways. (laughs) So let's see. Wedding colors. Sunset colors. So they're incorporating pinks, oranges, yellows, and tropical greenery. Oh my God. Kill me. This is like my freaking favorite ever. Like her wedding colors match my brand colors. Cool. I have never done an invitation suite that has these colors in it yet. So I'm actually very excited about this. She did attach some photos. Seriously, just lots of pinks and oranges and yellows. And I'm so excited. Okay, theme to the wedding. Bright tropical. She doesn't know the exact flowers that they're using yet, but they're using a local florist on Maui. And they're using all native plants. So very tropical. Wow, I love this. Okay. I might ask about like the most important aspect to their wedding, the decor that they're going to have. She says lots of yada, 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 flowers, flowers, and more flowers. Okay, okay, I love this. Um, And then what are some invitation suites that inspire you? She says, I'm leaning towards a more bold invitation suite, something with bright colors, bold typeface, while still being a bit feminine and nothing too busy. For example, lots of floral slash granary accents on the actual invite. And then says, I want the colors to be the main focus. I also love the idea of doing each of the car each of the cards in different colors and possibly play around with fun shapes, but ultimately trust your creative knowledge and I can't wait to see your take on this. Oh god bless. This is like okay. She attached some photos of invitation suites. Definitely gonna go with different color for each card. That will be lots of fun. And then I asked for a Pinterest board. So she indeed attached Pinterest boards. She actually attached two. So let's pull those up. Okay, the first one, oh my god, the first one is literally a Pinterest board called Wedding Invitations. Guys, this is like a dream client also. This is amazing. So she has a lot of different invitation suites here. Okay, like I mentioned, we're definitely going to do a different color cardstock for each card because that's definitely a sea of or a theme going on here. Okay, other Pinterest board is just named Hawaii or Hawaiian Wedding and it's like a bunch of the decor the signage, different like inspiration photos. Okay, cool. This is amazing. So first step that I do is create, or I'm sorry, is open up my new invitation suite file. So I just have a file on my desktop called new invitation suite and it has all of the artboards on Illustrator that I already need. So there's obviously like the invitation card, RSVP card, details card, envelopes, envelope liners, um, just like as a base starting point. And then I save it under this client's folder, which I need to create for her because this is a new client. So 
I always save things just as their first name, last name, and then invite suite. For the mood board and sketch, that is the very first piece of this process. And the first thing I do is put all of the colors together on a artboard in Illustrator. So I'm doing that now. I normally do between like four to five colors. Obviously, if they give me more colors, I make, <laughs> I will add them. I will include them. Um, but for this one, let's start with five. And then I will go back to her questionnaire. And she did include photos of the colors. So I'm going to go and get those. Where the hell did they go? Okay. I'm going to take a screenshot of the colors that she provided and then drop that screenshot into Illustrator so I can literally just match that exactly the way she wants it. Okay, so we have like a light orange and then we have a darker orange and then we have some beautiful pinks and I'm going to put in a yellow too because definitely going to incorporate some yellow into this. Okay, so then once I have the colors... I kind of create like a little color palette, so I just do like little circles. And then I s take a screenshot of that, and that gets thrown into her mood board and sketch. This is, oh fudge. This is going to be probably pretty confusing if you're not actually seeing this. Now that I think about it, I need to do less doing and more talking. Anyways, so once I have the colors all pulled and the color scheme created, the next thing I do is pull together inspiration photos. So I do six inspiration photos and I kind of make like a little collage of them for her mood board. So the inspiration photos that I normally take a couple of the venue. So let me find her venue here. Okay, so I Google search her venue and I pretty much just go to like Google images or I go to the venue's website. I'm gonna do the venue website this time just cause I'm not sure what this venue looks like and I don't wanna pull something that's not, oh God, this venue's a dream. They have a special events tab, so I'm going to click on that. So there are some photos of weddings, and I'm pretty much just take screenshots of these photos because it's like the, the vibe, I guess, of what her wedding will look like. So there's a photo here of a tablescape with like the beach in the background. It's on the grass. So I'm going to pull that because I think that's like the vibe that she's going for based on the information I gathered. And then they have a photo of like a ceremony space. So I'm going to pull that. The main point of like the inspiration photos is just to kind of see everything in one place. So that's why I like to include pictures of the venue. I like to include inspiration photos of invitation suites that she has sent me. Um, and then I also like to include photos of her decor and stuff that she has shown on her Pinterest board. If your client doesn't have a Pinterest board, one, you can either ask them to create one or two, just pull some photos based on, obviously they, they give you your venue so you can pull photos from the venue. And then like on the one question on my questionnaire, I ask about the decor that they'll be having. So kind of play off of the decor that they plan to have. If they don't give you a Pinterest board and say like their color scheme is like jewel toned colors, Go to Pinterest and typed in like jewel toned color wedding or jewel toned wedding inspiration or something and pull photos just because I think it's really important to see everything come together in one place and kind of like make sure that everything will look good and cohesive together. So now I'm going to go back to her Pinterest board. She definitely is all about like the string lights. So I want to include some photos of string lights. I think she has some here. Yeah. 
Okay, so she said in her Pinterest board that they are doing a, they're doing no tent. Instead, we're doing a faux tent with string lights. So I'm definitely going to pull one of these photos of a string light tent. This is so beautiful. And I'm going to add that. Okay, and then I'm going to pull another photo of... I'm going to try to find a photo of some Hawaiian florals using the colors that she has. I think she has some in the Pinterest board. Oh, yes, this one. Okay, so this is just like a huge bouquet of really beautiful Hawaiian florals with her colors incorporated into it. So definitely going to pull that in to kind of get some of the color scheme into this mood board. And then I'm going to do one more picture from her Pinterest board and then a picture of invitations that she has given me. If she has pictures of like signage, I will try to pull that as well. Oh, she has a cute little cocktail. That looks yummy. Oh, I'm going to pull this photo because it's definitely some tropical. This is another flower picture, but I'm doing this one because it has some tropical florals in there. And she said that's what they're going to be using. So I'm doing that because I love the colors. Okay, now let me pull something from her wedding invitation board. Um, so I kind of just like take a look at what she has here and I choose one based on something that obviously like is in my wheelhouse so like if it's a letterpressed invitation suite I'm not going to pull that because this isn't a letterpressed client um, and if it's like obviously I know which like cardstock I have and which cardstock I use so if there's a picture of like a lot for example like a lime green cardstock in her inspiration but I know that I don't have access to like a lime green cardstock then I'm not going to put that one on the mood board I do I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with this inspiration photo for invitations because it has it has a different color cardstock for each card like she mentioned she wanted and it's definitely like in my wheelhouse and something that I think we can work off of and it matches her color scheme beautifully so now I have my six photos so just to recap the mood board photos that I used I used two from the venue, three from her Pinterest board, and one of an invitation inspiration. And it looks freaking beautiful together. So then I take a screenshot of all of those elements, or I'm sorry, all of like the photo collage that I've been working on. I take a screenshot of that. And then the next aspect of the mood board and sketch would be giving her some font options. So I don't normally, like, I don't specifically ask about fonts on the questionnaire, but sometimes clients will just, like, give me font information anyway. So, for example, she did. She said bold typeface while still being a bit feminine and nothing too busy. So, looking at the inspiration photos that she has shared, there is definitely bold typeface, and I think I'm going to go with the bold typeface as, like, the main um, focal point. She does have some script fonts on some of the invitation suites as well, so I think I'm going to play with a little bit of a script font. So pretty much what I'll do is I'll give them four options to choose from for fonts, and I'll, like, those options will be typically one of the fonts will be a serif and sans serif font, or sans serif, not and, sorry, and then one will be a script font. Now, in this case, I'm also going to include, like, the really bold typeface also that she was mentioning wanting. So, I give her four different options of that combo and then they pretty much give me their feedback. So if they like one of the fonts that I give them, then they'll say that. But I also make it known like you can completely like 
you can tell me that you totally hate all of these fonts and that's totally fine and I will give them more options because the options for fonts are just like endless so I don't want to like overwhelm them and that's why I just give four options for them to choose from um, and then again that's like I include that on the mood board and the sketch that I send to them after I have the colors the photo collage and the fonts um, the next step is the actual sketch so for the sketch I pretty much like already have in my mind an idea of what these are going to look like so I do all of the sketching on my procreate app on my iPad Pro and essentially I just do a really rough sketch of what things are going to look like what paper color I'm going to use what envelope color I'm going to use and I just keep it really basic and I literally just tell them like this is a very rough sketch. It's just meant to serve as a starting point so that I know where to move forward from this point. So I typically only provide one sketch. Sometimes if the client, you know, says like, we're going back and forth on if we want it to look like this or if we want it to look like that, I will sometimes provide two sketches, but I never provide more than two sketches because again, I am not trying to overwhelm them. And I think as a professional, it's my job to show them what I think is going to work. I know what I'm doing here, y'all, so I just have to show them that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I will then give them the sketch and then like with the sketch, if there's going to be artwork. Okay, so she said they don't want lots of floral or greenery accents on the actual invitation. She wants to keep it kind of clean and nothing too busy. Um, I think in that case, I would probably use the opportunity to do an envelope liner and put a lot of Hawaiian florals on the actual envelope liner so that then the other pieces of the invitation suite can stay more clean and modern looking. I always love to use envelope liners as the opportunity to showcase really fun elements and kind of make the like envelope liners a focal point of the invitation suite. From this point, I'm going to Creative Market and I'm going to look around at some of their Hawaiian and tropical floral options because um, I always wanna find the artwork prior to sending them the mood board and sketch because I do want to show them the physical design elements that I would be using. If I were actually doing this entire thing right now, I would scroll through Creative Market looking for artwork that I think would go well with the vibe and her inspiration and then I will just take screenshots. I'm not going to purchase the artwork yet until obviously like I get the okay from the client but I'll take screenshots of the artwork and just attach them into the mood board that I send to them so they can see like where my mind is at and what exact artwork would be used in their invitation suite. I call the artwork de design elements and the design elements are essentially the last piece of the mood board and sketch. So to give you a little rundown, the mood board includes the color palette, the photo collage, the typography options, initial sketch, and then the design elements. So those five aspects are what they are giving me feedback on. I ask them in the mood board to just be as honest and detailed as possible with their feedback so that I can make sure that we're moving into the right direction. And surprisingly, like I honestly 95% of the time have received really, really positive feedback on my sketches and I feel like it's kind of like a secret hidden talent of mine, but I have had a lot of clients that tell me like, I really don't know how you pulled that together based on the little information that I gave you, but this is exactly what we're looking for. Like you're going in the right direction. Um, and that is like the best freaking feeling ever. 
So yeah, I send off their mood board, get their feedback from their mood board, and like I said, most of the time I'm going in the right direction. So from there, I just start to digitalize everything and I really start to build out their invitation suite. Or if it's the case where they're not where I wasn't really going in the right direction, I will most likely create a new sketch for them, send them a new sketch and get their feet or get their feeling on the new sketch. I never start like the digital design process until I have like their okay on the sketch because otherwise like I feel like I would just be wasting a lot of my time and their time because once you digitalize everything, like it's a lot of work from there. So I think it's really important to make sure you have a good sketch from the beginning and kind of just like use the sketch like I said as a starting point to move in the right direction. I think it's really important on the sketches to include the color of the cardstock, the brand of the cardstock, the color of the envelope, the brand of the en- envelope, as well as like the text color that you plan to use, the artwork that you plan to use, really like spell it out as well as you can even though it is just like a rough sketch. I say that so that your client can really visualize like what things are going to be looking like. I will attach a photo in the um, episode description if I can do that. I'll figure out a way to do it so you guys can see a mood board and sketch that I send that I have sent recently so that you can kind of like put some photos to everything that I've been talking about. To pretty much summarize everything, I really just, I feel like the questions that I ask in my initial questionnaire really kind of set me up well for creating mood boards and sketches that my clients are really happy with because if you think about an invitation suite like the most important elements are the artwork and the colors at least that's what I believe so obviously a client has to give you the colors and that is like (laughs) you can do a lot with colors in general so getting the colors that they want is super important and then asking about the florals that they're having incorporated in their wedding because you know, florals are a really big part of wedding invitation suites sometimes. So if they don't give you anything else, at least you have their florals to work off of. And then asking about invitation suites that inspire them. It's totally fine. Like I'm never offended when somebody sends me work from another invitation artist. It actually is super helpful. Obviously, I'm never going to copy something that another invitation artist has done. But I think it's really important to get a feeler for what your client is drawn to Um, and if that's the work of another imitation artist that's totally fine I can work with that I'm not going to copy it but I'm going to work off of it and make it my style and my own because obviously my client is working with me because they like my work not because they like the work of somebody else I think it's really helpful to get inspiration from them and then asking about the decor from their wedding because the the decor will really tell you a lot about like if they're going for a rustic vibe or a modern vibe or an elegant vibe or you know a organic vibe whatever the decor will really really help you come up with a good idea of what they want for their invitations so those are really the only things that I ask because that really I think helps me a lot or helps me determine what they're looking for. Now, obviously, as you work with more clients, you're going to find the questions that you need to ask and that work for you. Um, It probably won't be the same thing that works for me. So just keep that in mind. Take everything that I do with a grain of salt. By all means, you know, try my process out, see if it works for you, but then eventually you'll probably tailor it so that it works exactly Um, for your business and for you. I hope that this wasn't like all over the place. I hope that this somewhat was helpful in explaining how I take a client's inspiration and turn it into a physical invitation suite. Um, If you guys have any questions about my process, just let me know. Peace out.
I don't even know what next week's episode is, or I would mention that. Um, but I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you will tune in for next week's episode. If you did like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Reviews help me go, (laughs) help me go a long way. No, they help my podcast go a long way and help me reach more and more listeners. So thank you guys in advance. We will talk soon. Peace and blessings. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's creative business guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.